Back to throw Garoppolo. Under some pressure. He is brought down by Quinn Williams. Dolph Gore up the middle. Over his shoulder. What a play by Jamison Crowder. The second quarter of the 2020 schedule begins on Sunday for the New York Jets as they welcome in the Arizona Cardinals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the numbers game presented by Bet365. I'm your host, Dan Grassa. Pleased to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Cynthia Freeland of the NFL Network. Cynthia, good to see you with you. Are you ready for week five? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get the second quarter started. Well, before we look ahead to week number five, of course, we rewind and look back on last Thursday night's affair for the New York Jets, a 37-28 defeat at home to the Denver Broncos. But there were some positives in this game. The offense went over 300 yards for the first time all season long. And they also picked up their first lead of the season, believe it or not. And that came very early on in the first quarter on a Sam Darnold 46-yard touchdown run. One of the most highlight plays you're going to see all season long. I mean, Sam Darnold became one of just three quarterbacks over the past five seasons to have a 40-plus yard touchdown run. The other two, it's some pretty good company. Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. It was really fun to watch, actually. I was kind of, I'm not going to say I was surprised, but 46 yards is a really long touchdown run. In fact, it is the longest in Jets history by a quarterback and that was pretty yes. impressive certainly and you know it was funny as you were watching the play you didn't know if Sam was ready to slide and maybe just go down after he picked up the first down it looked like there were a couple of opportunities for that but he kept on going Broncos didn't feel like tackling him and then Sam ended up taking advantage of it all the way for pay dirt so those are certainly things that can galvanize a football team here unfortunately for the Jets they weren't able to see it through and also unfortunately for Sam Cynthia he suffered a sack later in that quarter to where he banged up his shoulder, came back and finished the game, but he's not going to be able to play this Sunday, which means Joe Flacco is going to make his first start as a member of the New York Jets. And we don't have to remind people, this is a guy who is a longtime accomplished quarterback in the NFL. And oh, by the way, a former Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. Also, one of the low-key interesting facts about him, he's super tall. He's one of the tallest quarterbacks in NFL history. He's over six foot six in Kind of an interesting kind of an interesting note there because Adam Gase actually has experience with super tall quarterbacks. Absolutely. And certainly Joe Flacco last year, remember the Denver Broncos, of course, Adam Gase was once a successful offensive coordinator with the Denver Broncos, working with a guy by the name of Peyton Manning, among others here. Also in that game last week against Denver, Jamison Crowder made his return to the lineup. And the thing that we know about Jamison Crowder so far in 2020 is when he plays, he produces. He's played two games this year. He's gone over 100 yards in both games. And you could just see that chemistry continuing to develop between he and Sam Darnold. When I trace Jamison Crowder using computer vision to see how he runs routes, he's super precise, which really helps Sam Darnold have consistency and the knowledge that that precision of the route running, he's going to be there. It's someone reliable. That's why the chemistry works, because he's living up to his end of the bargain. Another guy who actually filled in and played very, very well on Thursday night, guy by the name of Jeff Smith at the wide receiver position. It was only his second NFL game, and boy, did he have a big one. Seven catches for 81 yards. Not too many people, I think, know his story nationally, Cynthia, but this is a guy who went to Boston College as a quarterback. I know BC is near and dear to your heart, but then he transitioned to a wide receiver there, was an undrafted free agent, and now the Jets are the ones who are reaping the rewards there. Joe Douglas did a great job on this one. Prior to this game, he had one career reception. The interesting part about Jeff Smith is how fast he can run. He's kind of one of those people that 
you didn't hear about, right? You hear those kind of combine risers where they run a blazing fast forward. Well, that wasn't the case because he didn't have the opportunity to show what he could do. But on the field where it really matters, he was super fast. All right, stay tight. We got a lot more to do here. We're just getting started on this version of the numbers game. When we come back, we'll dive a little bit deeper into Sunday's starting quarterback, Joe Flacco, his first start in green and white. And we'll also look back on a little bit of the first quarter of the season for the Jets and some of the standout performances and trends along the way. This is the numbers game presented by Bet365. Join Bet365 now and discover the power of the world's favorite sports book. Watch thousands of live games. Build your own bet. You can even bet on games while they're still being played. Seriously. And if you can't watch the games live, we'll alert you of any changes. Nice. We're the world's favorite sports book, and this is no ordinary betting app. And welcome back into the numbers game presented by Bet365. Dan Grasso alongside. Cynthia Freeland of the NFL Network. And Cynthia, we talked about it earlier in the show. Joe Flacco is going to make his first start for the New York Jets as Sunday's starting quarterback. Now, this is a guy who is going to be the seventh different starting quarterback for the New York Jets since 2016. We got into it a little bit, though, in the previous block. His resume, though, speaks for itself, don't you think? Uh, you know, a Super Bowl ring is a pretty good thing. A Super Bowl MVP is a very good thing. So, yeah, he has a pretty a pretty nice resume there, a pretty shining resume. One thing that it really stands out to me is his consistency, though, especially when you look to see last season, which is the closest one to this season, of course. You saw a lot of sacks when he played those eight games in Denver. He was a 9% sack, or 26 times he was sacked. And he only had very few under 2% of interceptions. So if you see sack rate interceptions, usually those two things are correlated. Keeping that sack rate, when, when the sack rate's high and keeping the interception rate low, that's a good sign. That means he takes care of the ball and will be a nice, consistent floor to help kind of bridge the gap until Sam Darnold can return. All right, let's do our first prop bet here for this game. How about Joe Flacco, number five? What do you think? Over under 211 yards passing on Sunday against the Cardinals. I have more than 211 yards passing projected for him. Why? Because I think those intermediate passes, probably to Jamison Crowder, are going to be very successful. I think there's going to be a good opportunity here to kind of those, those passing yards, right, to get first downs from shorter passes and maybe supplant, like use them as a, a run game supplement, right, to help figure out how to kind of jump past the pressure that the Carolina, the Carolina, that the Arizona Cardinals front will bring. That's all right. Carolina, Arizona, they were in St. Louis. They were Chicago Cardinals at one point. It doesn't matter. They're going to be there on the field on Sunday. You know what? I agree with you as well. I'm going over 211. I think that Cool Joe is going to have himself a pretty productive afternoon, especially against that Arizona defense, which has shown some cracks here in the early portion of the season, which we'll get to a little bit later on in the program. You mentioned Jamison Crowder. We know how productive he's been in the couple of games he's played this year. He will be on the field again on Sunday, so let's get right into another prop bet here for this one. Jamison Crowder over under let's say 71 yards receiving in Sunday's game easy peasy that's an over this guy's averaging 109.5 this is a game where the Jets need to figure out how to get those first downs where Jamison Crowder runs routes is a part of their defense that is very targetable so I think Jamison Crowder over 70 easy that could be like by three quarters alone let's do another over under in regards to the offense but we'll keep it just for the first two quarters, 30 minutes of football here, over under nine and a half points for the Jets offense. What are you leaning towards? 
I'm going to go for the over in this case. Why? Because if you look to see what happened with the Broncos last game, and I know it's a different quarterback, but when you look to see what happened on third down, so converting third down into first down, six of 11 in the first half. That's very efficient. That's the kind of thing you want to see. The closer to or above 40%, that's great. Six of 11 is far over 40%, so you want to keep that, keep rolling. And I think the scripted part of the offense where Adam Gase can game plan right now that's going to be where they have the advantage. So I think at least 10 points in the first half. I don't think that that's unrealistic at all. I think that that's probably a safe bet there, but probably somewhere in that neighborhood. I wouldn't go too much higher yet. And beside, you know, this team hasn't necessarily, at least on the offensive side of the ball, had a lot of practice reps with Joe Flacco, right? This is a guy who really didn't practice in the month of August because he was still nursing that neck injury. So might take them a little bit more time to get acclimated, to get rolling offensively. You could see some good production once the clock says zero, but it might actually come in the second half of that game. It'll be interesting to see how it plays itself out here. Where we're going to go on the numbers game when we return is going to be zeroing in on the opponent, the Arizona Cardinals. They come east on Sunday. What do the birds have in store for the New York Jets? That's next on the numbers game presented by Bet365. Let's ride, let's ride, y'all. Let's ride, let's ride, let's ride. Let's ride. Here we go. Oh. Takes the snap and drops the throw. Under pressure. Tries to avoid a sack and somehow does. Scrambles to his right. Makes a man miss. There goes going to the 40. Go, to the 30. Go, breaks a tackle. Go, at the go. 20. 10. Yeah, five. Unbelievable. Yeah, Touchdown. That boy got running back vision, baby. Hey, Sam, why you that? Uh, gotcha. Woo! <laughs> y'all push to the poachers. Push to them. Oh, bro. Go, 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 go. Woo! Come on. Hey, man, why are you throwing me the ball, bro? We got to take it one play at a time, one drive at a time, bro. They rush five. Rippin looks right, throws right sideline, and it's intercepted. Down the sideline, it's Desir. He gets to the score at the yes, 10. Sir. Play action, ripping back to throw, pumps once, looks right, throws right, and it's picked up by Ryan Back-to-back -back possessions to get, just take the ball away. Yeah, yeah, Julio, yeah, Julio. And welcome back to the numbers game presented by Bet365. Dan Grasso alongside Cynthia Freeland of the NFL Network. And Cynthia, let's talk about the opponent here, the Arizona Cardinals. Two-game losing streak. The record is even at two apiece, but they've got a pretty dynamic playmaker at the quarterback position. We're talking about the reigning offensive rookie of the year in Kyler Murray. The interesting part about Kyler Murray, when you look at his next-gen stats, Last season, he was pressured at the lowest rate in the NFL, just 13%. And again, this season, that number's actually gotten lower. He ranks the lowest, under 12% of the time he's under pressure. So it's going to be a big key because if you look to see what happened last season, when he was under pressure, he had the second lowest passer rating under pressure. And this season, he's kind of tracking around that same thing. It's, it's not quite as bad as 5 of 11, 45 yards and in an interception under pressure. It's amongst the lowest in terms of passer rating under pressure. So it's going to be a key to keep him under pressure. Don't let him scramble because, of course, that's what he does best. And that scrambling means he doesn't throw passes under pressure. 
that's where the Jets will have to focus. And one of the guys who's entrusted of keeping Kyler Murray upright is our old pal Kelvin Beecham, who's now starting on the offensive line for the Arizona Cardinals. Jets didn't have any sacks last week in the game against the Denver Broncos. That's something they're going to surely look to improve upon, as you said, in this game against the Arizona Cardinals. And you would think, okay, Arizona, the explosive offense, but... The vertical passing game, Kyler Murray, even though he's got a couple of very, very capable weapons at this receiver position, they haven't really had a lot of success when you're talking about the downfield vertical passing game, right? Yeah, Next Gen shows that he's only 3 of 14 for deep passes, so those 20-plus air yard attempts. That's a very low number, and you know the number of touchdowns he has on deep passes? It's a goose egg. Even with DeAndre Hopkins, it's a goose egg. He has none yet. Kyler Murray has never had consecutive games where he had three or more touchdown passes. He had three in the loss last week to the Carolina Panthers. The Jets are hoping that that statistic is going to remain true at least for another week here. You mentioned the wide receivers that Arizona possesses. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins, who came over in an offseason trade from the Houston Texans, and a guy who's going into the Hall of Fame certainly on the first ballot whenever he decides to stop playing in Larry Fitzgerald. This is probably as sure-handed a wide receiver tandem as any team has in the entire National Football League and the stats show Cynthia they don't drop many passes do they nope they have just four drops which is tied for fourth fewest in the NFL just for some context the Jets have seven dropped passes which is 12th most in the NFL that's a tie as well so they they don't drop a lot of passes I mean DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best at not dropping passes in the entire league and he has been his entire career Andy Isabella who's from UMass and kind of a surprise he's also been really good in this he doesn't have any either you look at the Arizona Cardinals on the defensive side of the ball. Chandler Jones is ferocious a pass rusher as there is in the league. He only has one sack so far this season, but he had 19 a year ago, so you know how dangerous he is. They're going to welcome Buda Baker back to the safety position. He missed last week with a thumb injury. Highest paid safety in the National Football League at that. But you see the difference when you look at Arizona, their defense in terms of points per game the last two weeks versus how they fared the first two weeks when they won both those games. Yeah, the interesting part about the middle of their defense is the combination of Buda Baker and Isaiah Simmons. So that's going to be interesting because Isaiah Simmons, who you can maybe remember from Clemson, he was their first round pick this season um, or this past this past draft. The interesting part is how they kind of play like more like an amoeba. It's not quite a straight position. They play a lot of different positions and rotate. This is something Adam Gase has seen quite often before, though. So I think he'll probably have a good plan for defending sort of a multiple. You see a lot of multiple defensive fronts. Well, this is a multiple defensive middle. Having a guy like Isaiah Simmons allows your defense to do those things because he is so versatile. He can play multiple positions. He is kind of like that hybrid type player. Just really has a tremendous skill set, and the Cardinals are certainly lucky to have him. Let's take a look at the upcoming schedule for the New York Jets after the Arizona game. They're going to venture west for a showdown with Justin Herbert and the L.A. Chargers. Jets are going to have to make a few trips out to the West Coast this season. Then they're going to come back and already a rematch is in store against the Buffalo Bills, the team the Jets squared off against in week number one. Should be a fun one on Sunday, Cynthia. Enjoy the game and you know we're right back at it here next week to get you ready for that Chargers game. I think that we're going to see a nice sack of Kyler Murray, too. I just wanted to make sure we got that in there. We're writing it down, and we're going to hold you to that one, definitely. For Cynthia Freeland, I'm Dan Grasso. We hope you enjoyed the numbers game presented by Bet365. Enjoy the game, everybody.